Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Have You Ever Played podcast, the only podcast by dandies for dandies. I am your host, Matt Fondude, and I am again with my special guest, uh, Polkaberg, a.k.a. Ryan, because our regular co-host, James, is still dealing with the, the sickness. He's still down with the sickness. So, hello, Ryan. Hello. How are you today? Oh, I'm, I'm well, I'm quite dandy, actually. You're quite dandy. Do you want to explain a little bit of why we chose to use the dandy dandy moniker before you know? The, before I even explain what the podcast is about, just explain dandyism. The, the 18th and 19th century movement of dandyism, in which a man placed particular appearance on his his clothes and and aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Why that that dandyism? Yes, that I I feel like I could get into some dandyism. Uh, I feel like a modern I day could, dandy. I, there are modern day dandies. Uh, which I think you are, know what modern day dandy is an incredible indie band name. Modern day dandy, yeah, that really is that, a good one. I, I, that's yeah. a good one. I, <laughs> I could hear the ukulele tuning up already. Yep, and and the repeated vocals and just oh, so good. Um, yeah, so we're a video game podcast. It's uh unapparent un- mm. from our conversation, but the Have You Ever Played podcast is typically a book club for games where we take a game every week and we'll play a little bit of it unfortunately due to my own sickness and my co-host sickness uh we have been behind on that but we're going to be doing a side quest episode today where i think the topic of today's episode will be uh steam most played game or like longest played games so you're like most hours on steam i like how with your uh, your theming convention here i went from the uh the side quest giver who is there for just a single, you know, fetch quest, and then, you know, just into the 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 linear chain of side quests. Mm-hmm. Well, like, now I, you're, I, yeah, now you're yeah. one of those side quests with like a gold star next to it. It's oh, like a wow. little bit different. Yeah, it's one of those side quests that unlocks like a new, like you unlocked a boat from beating the whole side quest. And this boat can get you to the main quest. It's oh, I'm a yes. semi-important side quest character now. I'm. Yeah, in, in Final Fantasy fourteen, the MMO, there are quests that are there are side quests in that game that are pointless basically besides leveling up. It'll be like Jonathan needs you to get ten eggs from the coop. And it literally gives you like ten XP. Um but then there are quests that have a little tiny like symbol and they unlock something. So those are the ones you actually want to do. Because they'll unlock a mechanic or some sort of mount or something. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, the more I'd... you know. Not really a fantasy man. Yeah, you'll see uh, just how cringe my uh, top 10 games list is because a lot of them are MMOs and I know <laughs> I'd have more hours than Steam lists because I played them on uh, other launchers. But I think let's get right into it. Sure. Ryan, do you, do you want to go? You start us off. What, what is your number one all time most played game on Steam? What do you think? It's it's Tekken. Uh, honestly when you said that so i know ryan a little bit more than the audience who don't know you at all and i know you're a nuclear throneman and i would have said that but uh i forgot ryan is like a notable tekken uh player and actually plays tekken not not quite notable but i'm consistent i'm i've been at it for like a year and a half i'm not like (laughs) you know (laughs) ryan is saying he's the number one in the region tekken player for every region I do think I am. I, I think I am of some significance to the character I play in my general area. I think I, I think there's a, a good radius in which I am the best 
person to play that character in that radius but mm-hmm. and let's plug our social media so you can agree with ryan too i'm uh wow. Matt dude on twitter i forgot to do this in the beginning so we, sh- we should do sure. this now uh polkabird underscore on twitter nowhere else yeah go go tell polkabird all about tekken i'd um, love to know <laughs> i'd love to know who do you I don't play know tekken? anything about it yeah what buttons do you press in that game couple of them not all of them all the time what is your favorite button from tekken probably see you you ask (laughs) this as if it's a joke question it's a real it's a real question i'd say i'd say lay down back four Mm -hmm. that's a that's a that's probably my favorite button uh just because it's you throw it in there randomly and you just it works it's dumb it also gets you killed a lot but it's it's great now what does that move actually like look like and do in the game it's called rave spin Mm -hmm. and it is the it's the move that a lot of people know this character for uh and it's where he like crouches down and he sweeps his leg underneath and and sweeps the leg of the uh of the opponent and sends them spinning in like a spiral and then he like during that same spin kick he like jumps up in the air and kicks this that the the spinning opponent so it's like a double hit kind of thing um but if it's blocked, they get like a full combo off of it. So now that's one of your character's five hundred and twenty-seven moves, right? One hundred and seventy-nine, I believe. One hundred seventy-nine off. It's off the dome. Yeah, Tekken but... is really good. Tekken Seven, I could never really get into it that much because there's a lot of complexity. It's 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 the problem is there's so many matchups you have to learn. It feels very overwhelming, especially it's with all the moves. Fifty too. characters, and there's like you know nine entries in this nine well seven main entries nine entries counting tag in the series and there's new mechanics that were added to basically each one you got to know like learning it from from the ground up now is you got to learn like 20 years of legacy it's crazy Mm -hmm. now what about tekken versus any other fighting game like why are you sticking with tekken I don't know. I, I really don't know. It's the one that stuck with me the most. It just seemed like I, I like the depth and I like how many options there are. And I, I like the complexity and just ridiculous amount of stuff that you have to learn because there's no bottom. Like there's some games that characters have like six moves and there's only 12 characters and you could feasibly see every interaction within 100 hours. And it's like to have seen every single situation between two characters in this game is like an unfathomable like literally impossible task. Yeah, you uh, have I think to be playing from like the arcades day 1 basically even to be at that then, point. I don't think there's a person on this earth that has seen every possible inter- interaction between every two character. Hmm. Or between every character, I guess in any modern iteration. Mhm. Now, I've played a bit of Tekken 7, and it's not necessarily for me. I can see the appeal. Um, I think it's actually a pretty fun casual game, to be honest. Like, you can get away it's, with yeah. it's a, a fun good amount game. in that game. Yeah, if you press buttons... Like, I, I consider myself able to play fighting games, and I can learn inputs, and, you know, I have a fight stick. I can play games. I don't get too into it. Um, but as a full casual, like you're just mashing buttons perspective, I've had friends enjoy it as well. Um, you can, you can enjoy it in that way. I like the 
character customization i think is hmm. really fun and kept me playing the game longer than i would have if that wasn't in there it's funny because you say this for the game that has the least character customization probably i mean i didn't play tekken 6 but i've seen some of the screenshots of what you used to be able to do compared to what you can do now in 7 and it's it's like they cut it so hard like 7 is just terrible well i yeah i mean from a playing the game perspective it is actually kind of annoying that you're trying to learn these matchups and half the time you're fighting a character that looks completely different than the <laughs> character model you think and th there's a lot it's really flashy and it can look kind of gross um but it is fun to dress up your characters now like tekken 7 has like a ton of cosmetics you can unlock by just playing the game which mm -hmm. is i think a lot of fun and a good reward for playing yeah absolutely um, I'm just, I don't know. I, uh, it, you get to a certain point where you just start picking presets and you're like, I'm, I'm over customs. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so it's interesting to hear you talk about this. Cause it's been a, a quite a while since I've been really like involved in making customs all the time. Uh, it's a very casual viewpoint. I think any game like that, when you enter it and it has those kind of novelties of like, oh, I want to play with these custom stages. Like, I'm coming from, like, a Smash perspective. It's like, mm -hmm. I want to play with these items or custom stages or I want to do this stuff. The novelty eventually wears off and you're just like, okay, we're going to go bare bones, ugly everything. Like, we're going to play on a stage that uh, looks bad, but it's, like, it's just we're going to play in the training room, which is a lot of fighting games. So it's like, we're just going to play in the white training room. Yep. Nothing going Street on. Street Fighter. And yeah. there's the, the map is just called The Grid. Yeah. You know, just, and that's kind of just how it works with competitive. You get more and more simplified, less caring about yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, one of the things of, like, Counter-Strike players playing on, like, low graphic settings to just have, like, higher frames and stuff like that, where it's just, mm. like, make your game look way worse to turn off foliage. Like, I know a lot of Battle Royale games, it's like, yeah, turn off the foliage, basically, so you can have an advantage. And it's, you know, I, I remember so much of that with, like, I think that was a big thing with like PUBG when it came out and mm -hmm. it was one of those things where it's like, Oh, I'm crawling through this, this big grass of like, like, or this big field of grass and hay. And, you know, I feel like I'm hidden and I'm, I'm in the middle of the, the field and like to a sniper scope perspective, 300 meters away from you where they have the foliage turned off. You're just an idiot crawling on a green plane. Like yeah. you're like, Oh, I'm so sneaky. And then you just get shot in the head immediately. <laughs> now there are some games that fix that. Like even on low, they just have like, a different way of displaying it to make it more fair. But like, yeah, I've never been one to turn down graphic settings to make a game look less good to have a slight competitive edge. I think that's when it becomes less fun. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 think I mean, I like pretty games. Point... It's pretty cold mm -hmm. take. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think there's a point in every competitive game where you look at yourself and you're like, all right, well I need, I'm going to look up a YouTube video how do I get the edge? Like, what are pros settings? And then you're like, oh, I'm playing a game like Rocket League where it's like, oh, I'm using my settings right now. I'm fine with that. And you're like, actually, all the pros use these binds, these camera settings. And you're like, I guess I'll just do that now. Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's just you got to be competitive, which is cool. And, you know, it's, it's good to get the edge sometimes. But I think that's the time around where I fall off a game is when it gets too crazy like that. Yeah, and you have to start compromising like things you're comfortable with for things that give you a slight advantage that, oh, you just got to get comfortable with it again. Mm -hmm. Now, 
if this is i'm like very fickle when it comes to anything especially gaming if, if it's competitive if there's a mechanic i don't like if i love the game like i like league of legends i will i would play that right and i'll be like i would have a lot of fun i like the team fights i like that but like certain mechanics where it's like oh well i don't want to think about where i, I want to play support but i don't want to think about where i put wards well i mm -hmm. guess i'm just not gonna play this game anymore just like I don't like this the mechanic is annoying to me, so I don't want to learn it, which I mean, I'll just like fall off the game um, or like in Smash, some of the advanced techniques like I in Melee, I can wave dash and L cancel and uh, shield drop do all these different like advanced techniques. But like the, the L canceling or whatever, when you do like an aerial, then you like press the shield button, you like can cut your recovery time in half or whatever like that. Mm -hmm. There's like annoying things like that that I don't want to do. And it's like, if I don't do it, I'll never be better at the game. So I guess I'll just stop playing. Yeah, I, I get that. I remember there was a time in which we were in, in college at the same time. And we, and we, uh, I think my first experience with any kind of like competitive gaming tournament or anything was when we went to a smash tournament. And I was like, I, I just was so on the edge of the, the, the water here where I was like, I don't even know what's going on. I'm here to have fun. I'm here to press bus buttons. And there's people who are just like, just destroyed me that I didn't even know you could get that good kind of thing. And I'm just like, yeah, this is this is fine. I don't know. <laughs> like, What's funny is those tournaments we went to, I think were probably all for Ultimate too at the time. They which... were, yeah. Oh, no, they were uh, for four because Ultimate wasn't oh, out. Oh, maybe oh yeah okay it could have been four and then ultimate eventually too but yeah um i i'm like okay at ultimate but I, it's not my like game of that was that was highly a play in person game and then mm -hmm. i just haven't played with anyone in person so i just haven't played it that game is not fun to play online <laughs> i would imagine yeah i've heard just like everything about nintendo netcode is just awful um i i will say i played smash again after getting into fighting games and oh my god, it is so fun. I, I completely fun. forgot how fun Smash was. Uh, super cold take. I'm just making plenty of just ice cold, frigid Arctic takes today. But it, like, my god, I, uh, there was a another one of my friends who also plays fighting games. We were doing kind of like a, a four or five person Smash thing. And I love that they added Ryu because it's just like he's such a versatile, basic character that it's like, look, he even works in this game. And uh I'm just in the basement here and he and like everyone's fighting upstairs and it's like we got to deal with Ryu in the basement but the moment you go down there he just plays footsies with you and like whiff punishes you. <laughs> like, have you played uh Tekken Man in Smash? Do you know? No, I don't have the I don't have any DLC for Smash. Oh. Uh, I feel like you could clean up as Tekken Man in Smash. I could. The worst part is that I don't play Mishimas in Tekken and I'm really bad mm -hmm. at them. But Fair I'm enough. sure it's kind of simplified for Smash in a way where it's like I know how the how their tools are used. Yeah. So like, I bet like you know it's it's not. I, I wonder if it's probably not one of those things where it's like you have to actually like EWGF, which is like, sure you can input. It's like forward, down, down, forward consecutively. Like I wonder if it's like something they changed it so that it can just be like side B or something. I, I don't well, know. I don't. I, I don't think some of the moves are on the specials, but you, I think like Ryu, you can do all of them by input. Oh, okay. So I think every move is in there for some reason, or like a lot of them for no like, because because um. Sakurai is crazy and just is like we'll make we'll add 400 moves to an entire Tekken move set. That's that's incredible. I have not played uh yeah, so I haven't played Smash 
since Pyra and Mithra were at it, basically. Like I, mm-hmm. I played Steve. I mean, maybe Steve was after that. So I did play. I did play Steve for a little bit. That, yeah, Steve was the last character I tried. I have all the characters. Just like again, I I will I want to play it, but it's an in person kind of game. Um, but Definitely. swiftly yeah. moving on. I was uh, I was about to say the same thing. Yeah, we're sixteen <laughs> minutes in. We're one down my list. So why don't you why don't you give me uh why don't you give me one of yours? Yeah. All right. My number one game. The reason I bought Steam, or the reason I got Steam in the first place, is Gary's Mod. Okay. Coming in at a. Oh wait, did you say how many hours you have in uh, Tekken? Uh, no, I didn't. And th- this is what I mean: is that anybody that knows Tekken will know this is not a lot. But I have a uh, one thousand fourteen in Tekken. Okay. But that's but that's only really like home stuff. Like I play you know a lot offline. You know what's really weird? We basically have the same hours in our top game. I have one thousand three hundred ninety-eight. Okay. Hours in Gmod. So we have like a weirdly equivalent amount of hours in our top game. Um, but yeah, Gary's Mod, a game which basically led me to buying uh, the orange box. So I had to buy the orange box so I could have access to Half-Life 2 to play Gary's Mod. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically I, I was watching YouTube videos of like Gmod Idiot Box. I don't know if you're familiar with any of the like Gary's nope. Mod I, I've oh. never gotten involved in Gary's mod, not once. Oh, that's crazy. Um, maybe you could get in on Sandbox. Like the they're making another Gary's mod type game called like Sandbox, which okay. is running on the new Source Engine. And that could be fun. That could be cool. Point. Um, I don't know. I I just Gary's mod was one of those things that I never really like. So I didn't have the initial exposure like through YouTube, like a lot of people did, of like, wow, what is this crazy game? Um. And I just never really, like, I think I tried it. I booted it up maybe, like, once. And I was just, like, you just kind of put things down and you, sh- you shoot them with, like, Half-Life weapons? I don't, <laughs> I like, I don't know what the point is here. Um, and I never really got it. But I, I know, I understand what it is now. And I understand it's, you know, like, making games and, and building maps and stuff. But Well... I spent a majority of my time on the multiplayer servers, especially on Dark RP, which is like a roleplay. It, it is one of the worst roleplay uh, games of all time because no one actually roleplays at all. Okay. But you have classes where, and every server is different, and they have, like, each server you play on uh, will have different plugins and mods and stuff like that. But ba- the basics are you have, like, a gun dealer. You can sell guns to other players. There's a citizen... There's a police. You can be a police member to arrest people breaking the law. You can be mm-hmm. the mayor, so you can make the laws. And you can. There's a bunch of other stuff. You can be like a homeless and all this random stuff. But basically, what it is 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 just like 64 people on a server, and you have proximity voice chat. Just go go nuts and like make hmm. friends and yell. Run around the server with like a melon and like be like, I'm selling melons today. And then people like, I think yell that's at you. been almost entirely replaced with uh, um, VR chat, like GTA RP. Oh, that, yeah, GTA, um, which online, which I haven't really gotten into. I see the clips, I've never played it. I don't know. Like, I feel like it's hard for me to get really invested in like an RP thing like that, where mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know, it, talking in character in like a, a voice chat thing like mm-hmm. i don't know it just it just seems like strange to me i understand why it's fun and i'm sure it would be fun but it's like i can't not look at what i'm doing top down and be like what what the hell am i doing <laughs> like <laughs> well to clarify 
Dark RP, there are there were more serious role playing games on Gary's Mod, like Half Life role play and stuff like that. Yeah, Dark RP was like like no effort. Everyone was out of character. You'd have abusive admins running around, flying people around, banning people. It would just be it was it was a bunch of kids being dumb and yelling at each other, and it was just fun. And like (laughs) half of the games on Gary's Mod were like that, where you're just like hanging out with people and yelling. Um, one of the modes that was probably the greatest there's the greatest two modes of gary's mod were probably gmod tower which was developed by the people who made a game on steam called tower unite right now which you should check out for sure if you liked gmod tower and that was kind of a game where you had a big map that was like a lobby um and in this map you could have an apartment and you would basically just hang out with like 100 people on a server and you Uh would just talk to other people so you would just hang out and there was mini games that you could play. There was like a monkey ball mini game where you would burst people and you'd gain money to spend on furniture and get achievements and all that stuff. Um, this looks kind of like VR chat with something to do and not VR. Yes. Yes. Uh, if you're looking, are you looking at Tower Unite right now? I am. Yeah. Tower? Sorry. I was curious. I had to yeah. look at I got to get back into uh, Tower Unite. There's a whole arcade in that game. Like they, they have a whole arcade. That is all like those like scam arcade games like Stacker. Yeah, yeah. And all that is in there. And you get credits and you can use those credits for like furniture and decorate your house and have people over. You can watch YouTube in it. Um, it's really, really funny. Good. That, did I ever tell you about a... a did, did I tell you the story about Stacker? I think I might have told you at one point how when I was... Oh, God, I don't even know how old I was. I was probably like 12 or 13, maybe younger, not totally sure. And we went to one of those arcade places near me, and I think, it, I don't know if it was my birthday, or we were just there, or something. I don't think I ever went somewhere like that for a birthday, but, so I think we were just there. And it was some occasion in which I was allowed to have, like, $100 worth of tickets or something, or of, like, credits, and I blew almost all of it on Stacker, and I got nothing out of it. <laughs> I, like, I got sucked in, and that was my first run-in with, like, child gambling. I don't, like, it was... It was so compelling to be like, oh my god, I could get like ten thousand tickets and buy like a lava lamp or something. <laughs> like, it's so funny you say that because I had the literal exact same experience. I feel like a lot of people did. I was at a birthday party, and this is like so like I was so like rock bottom at like that age too. Like it's so young to be at rock bottom, mm-hmm. but I was playing stacker. And I felt that feeling of like, oh, I, I this is what addiction feels like. It literally yep. was like, I think I have a gambling issue. Like even at that young age, just from like playing stacker, I'm like, I should keep an eye on this to not have this happen with actual <laughs> things that matter. But like, I got this rush where I'm like, yeah. And then I was literally like asking my friends that ran out of credits. And I was like, yo, can I just get like one credit? Like I just, I'm, gonna, I'm so <laughs> close to like winning stacker. Like I need one credit. And then I'm like, I should, I should categorize this feeling right now and uh re- return to this later because this might be a problem the absolute irony of stacker is that it just like well i mean it's this way with a lot of gambling but like you know you have no control over that right mm-hmm. like if oh, you yeah. lose it, it'll it'll make you lose like it like even if you should have won oh no it is it, there yeah. is a payout it's system. it's it's rigged it's it's I like i have a one stacker by the way I've won i a have major two prize. yeah um, but it's yeah you know, it has in in the actual board for the game. There is a uh, dip switch or something where it's like, how many games do you want to have a payout? Where it's like one in five hundred, 
So you not only you have to hit the one in five hundred chance, but you also have to win. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. you have to be at the last one and win. And then usually it'll just like dip over. By the way, if you haven't played Stacker, it's an arcade game where you have three you stack blocks. blocks. It's, yeah, you yeah. stack a tower and they go back and forth, left and right, really fast, and it's hard to like stack them. Um, there's I think there's like a, a, so many different variations of this as like flash games and mobile apps and like it's like it's a common format where it's like the platform is moving left and right and then you put it on the the platform that exists already and any overhang gets like dropped off and then the next piece mm -hmm. is as small as the piece you just put on yeah kind the problem thing. with stacker as a game is it's really easy to win every single time if it wasn't rigged yeah it's not a hard game no it's it's really not um now the level of riggedness will depend on um the prize so if the major prize is like a Nintendo Switch, you're going to be a one in like 1,000. You're never going to get it chance. Yeah. If it's, I won it when it was a $15 iTunes gift card <laughs> and I won the major prize. So it's like, they're going to actually, they're not going to care. You know, one in every 50 is going to win. Right. Uh, they'll make their money. So um, yeah, I would, I would say post podcast, check out Tower Unite. That game goes on sale all the time too. And it's pretty inexpensive and I've been looking for a reason to get back into it. So that could be fun. There's also a casino in that game too. You can play slots and play poker with people. Oh, good. You can reinforce yeah. your gambling addiction. Yeah. You can gamble with children's money or you can gamble with like real money. So, you know what the amazing fun. like full circle would be is if they had like a stacker game in there. They do. Oh, they do. do. They? they do. Oh, that's great. Yeah, they they have all the all they have that game where you like drop the coin and it like goes on a conveyor belt and shoots oh, into like yeah, the yeah. hole. The coin, yeah, I think that's they literally got, just called like coin pusher. No, no, there's, least, there I is a coin was, pusher. Yeah, I thought that was the generic. The no, no, no. There's there's ones that like it goes on a conveyor belt that shoots into a like a little slot. Oh, like a, a yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. The yeah. it's the like the little like coin target practice game, but yeah. like it's also like random because it moves back and forth. Mm -hmm. they have all of those they have all of those classic games in there to play and they're hmm. really good I, I would highly recommend it um anyway back to gary's mod for a, a brief bit just to end it because you don't really have that much experience right um i'll just shout out some game mode titles for the fans uh ultimate chimera hunt uh jailbreak dark rp sandbox in general actually gmod cinema or whatever there's a movie theater uh map and i believe it was also made by the people who did tower unite i think the tower unite people did like they did ultimate chimera hunt as well they made like all the good game modes for that game and then they made their own you know they made their own game which has all the stuff they made before in it um but there is a cinema game mode where you would watch videos youtube videos together with people and it had 100 player slots and the map was custom made and it had secrets around the map so it was a movie theater map and there was multiple theaters that you could walk into and there was hidden things all around the map and you could get like cust character customization on the server and there's credits and you get points for watching videos. But the biggest, coolest thing was you'd be sitting there with a hundred people all watching like what videos you'd find on YouTube. So whatever meme video you would find, you'd put it up there. So it was like exposing me to all these new like funny videos and content creators and you could vote to skip and like everyone would be chatting together. It was kind of like watching um, something on Twitch. Like a giant watch together or something. Yeah, it was so fun. That's cool. It, yeah, that was super good. Then that shut down. But now there's like 
a, a game mode called cinema but it's not the same because it's just like a game mode and like there's a hundred different servers running it so it's not everyone there used to be one server that everyone was on and now everyone on these other servers are just playing like dgen stuff too it's just like it's not as fun anyway yeah <laughs> yeah Moving uh, on. it's it seems like you know your all of your hours in gmod are not really consolidated to one game in the same way that mine are where it's yeah, like you're playing over a, a billion different things it's like the gmod launcher oh yeah um anyway uh number two i feel like yours is, might be up there too uh team fortress 2 yeah we have the same number two cool so 859 yeah. i don't know uh, where you're at 1136 okay yeah i think you may have had a mic switch by the way have i oh never mind it for like one second it was weird okay we're good <laughs> i'm keeping it in the pod um but yeah tf2 you can go yeah tf2 um i i don't i really don't have a whole lot to say about this this was just the game that i got on after high school like every day after high school i would go home five days a week i played over the weekends uh, it would. It was just my fun. Like, it was the first game I really, really got into as like a young adult kind of thing, or as like a teenager, where I was like, you know, I can just see myself playing this over and over. Uh, and I never really got that good. I just played it a lot. I was uh, I was pretty like decent at like getting air shots and stuff with Demo Man because that's really the only character I played. I tried to play competitive a couple times. I was in the lowest uh, division league. Um, I was in a team called aces high that doesn't exist anymore they were pretty cool i met a couple a couple of cool people there um yeah i just i i was the i was the backup i wasn't even like a main team member that's that that's how like okay i was at the game <laughs> in the lowest like the division study basically i was the i was the understudy Reserve. demo man uh yeah team fortress 2 again this was from when i bought the orange box and it's just like i think a lot of people got it through the orange box i don't know if you did no you i just uh, bought it i just bought it hmm yeah just and then straight it, up. it went free to play shortly after so i got my proof of purchase oh, okay you got in pretty late then yeah i did i was playing on a laptop with a trackpad uh, as was i for a while <laughs> i didn't even realize that a mouse was like an option i'm like yeah, i'll play with the trackpad whatever like mm -hmm. 30 probably like garbage frame rate but just like i don't know team fortress 2 was again like a social platform i spent i i'm also played a thousand whatever hours terrible at the game i only really i would say 100 hours of actually playing the game i feel like the other amount of time was just sitting on trade servers with people oh my god yeah me too that's why my yeah. steam analytics say i only have 78 hours as demo man um because I'm pretty sure about 500 hours or more of that was like trade servers. And I was bad at negotiating too. But that taught <laughs> me how to get okay at bartering. Well, you see, the thing was, back in the day, there was also Achievement Idol servers where... Oh, uh, yeah. You would sit around and you would just try to get items. Because in Team Fortress 2, every couple of hours, uh, you would get an item. And you might get a hat, or you might get some sort of item so you can make scrap to get a hat or do something like that. And uh, you would just sit around on servers with people and chat with them. And, like, I've made friends in Team Fortress 2 and Gmon that I still talk to today. And it's like, hmm. I mean, that was kind of the big social thing that I think a lot of people miss about Team Fortress 2 and they talk about. I definitely when, do. When they compare to Overwatch and stuff like that. 
I think I think a lot of it. I mean, okay, so this is the case for a lot of stuff, but I think a lot of missing the TF2 experience, like the social experience in that way, is more just that you miss being that age. <laughs> like I, I agree don't, completely. I don't with think that. it was anything really special. I think it was just I miss being fourteen and being on like trade servers and sniper battling someone and then somebody trade requested me to get my silver australium bot killer wrench <laughs> and uh i they gave me a hat that was worth a lot less because they scammed me out of it and convinced me it was worth more because i didn't know that scrap.tf existed and you know <laughs> like stuff like that yeah i i'm i'm thinking like just in Team Fortress 2, I mean, I, I think Team Fortress 2 is still fun to play, though. That's the thing. Like, Gary's Mod. Oh, absolutely. I boot up Gary's Mod every once in a while, play for two seconds, and, like, realize, like, yeah, this isn't really for me anymore. Like, I don't have that same spark as when I was a kid. Um, but Team Fortress 2 is still a fun game. I can still enjoy playing that. I don't enjoy it the same way as I did, where I would idle and talk to people all the time. Uh, but... I, I enjoy it for the game it is now. Weirdly enough, I now play the game more than I did back then in <laughs> gameplay-wise. Um, but yeah, Team Fortress 2 uh, is still great. So. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, so that crosses off both of our number twos. Um, you want to hear my number three? This is the reason I bought Steam. Sure. Ours are going to be very different. <laughs> I, I'm sure they are. Uh, this is Civ Five. Oh, okay. Yeah. What was that uh, one match? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no um so i have 457 hours in civ 5 and i like i played it a lot i liked it um mm -hmm. i got the install disc i remember the date that i made a steam account april 26th 2012 um i sp yeah specifically or no maybe it was december 26th which would make a lot more sense but i think i went to target and bought it on my own um anyway civ 5 i played it a lot i liked strategy stuff and i like board games a lot when i was younger and like you know before i played a lot of video games i played a lot of like stuff like that and um i guarantee you at least a hundred hours of these on civ 5 are because my laptop broke <laughs> and so all right i had this this toshiba laptop that actually yeah even if there a satellite? was was it a satellite it was it was a satellite yeah, i had it was that a, too yeah uh so you know what's funny? Even if even if a hundred hours are erased from this, this would still be my number three. But um, I booted the game up one time, and there was a power supply issue with my computer. My monitor turned off, and being like maybe twelve or thirteen, I didn't know how to deal with it. My I think the the monitor completely broke on that laptop. So it it just like I didn't want to unplug it because I was just, I was scared that it wouldn't like turn on again. I didn't want to turn it off. Civ 5 was still running with the volume. So it was just playing the peaceful Civ 5 birds and like like orchestral occasional music ambience. And it would just sit there on the like the dining room table playing that because I also didn't know how to turn the volume down. So it was about 100 hours, probably like almost, you know, like a week straight before the weekend in which it was just sitting there, just powered on, just playing Civ 5 ambience. I'm sure that's good for the... Uh... The good for the computer also uh Actually, i like how you turned your laptop into a radio i did uh do you want to know kind of a uh it's 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 funny in but in like kind of a depressing way <laughs> okay my my parents were getting divorced at this time 
Okay. And it was a really nasty divorce. There was a lot going on, and it it kind of it kind of screwed me up for a, a number of years. Uh, and it's one of those things you never really recover from that fully. Like your your develop your brain is twelve years old, and you're still developing. Well, mm-hmm. um, I was talking to a CPS therapist during that that uh <laughs> that time, and they were at my kitchen table. They were like, "What's that?" I'm like oh, my game broke on the computer and I can't turn it off. And they're like, well, at least that's pretty peaceful for the house. <laughs> it is so crazy to me, this story. <laughs> you, you you physically didn't know how to like hold the power button. You just left it on no, for I, like I did, days. But I was afraid to turn it off and the volume control didn't work. Yeah, but what is the benefit to you? Like, did you not save? Is that where you're like, oh, maybe it'll maybe it'll work eventually? I was scared that if I turned it off, it wouldn't turn back on. And that yeah, was but- a temporary issue. I was twelve. I don't know. I, I like. I know. I... <laughs> but even if it did, wait. So, but like, even if it didn't turn back on, like, it was still broken when it was on, so it didn't matter. I look. I didn't think of that. I, I, I didn't. I, I didn't think maybe turning it off and back on would fix it. But I was just. It just turned off, and I was scared. I don't know. Man, those Toshiba satellite laptops. Just, <laughs> they were, like, yeah, were... those classics. They did not. As soon as I heard Toshiba, I'm like, I had like a lap. I had that exact probably model. They just were okay. They were the yep, most like fine. mid thing of all time. Um, oh my god, yeah, no, just like Team Fortress Two and all that nonsense. I don't <laughs> I talk about Civ, two, but... Minecraft and Civ Five the most on those. Yeah. Probably played terrible Minecraft. I played with the uh, the what's it the like the the render distance at, mi- at minimum so it was like i could only see like five blocks ahead of me and i thought that was just fine <laughs> like um, it's the only way i could get it to run something a little sad about like computer upgrades uh i had laptops for a long time and my first real computer that i've like built put together um i had no idea what i was doing i asked older people who knew what they were doing for help um but i didn't really like know what i was doing at all so i got this whole computer and i di- I just ordered parts online i'm like oh i get look there's i got this case it's on sale it's called a half size case and it was like oh one of those massive 70 pound like gigantic cases that i don't even know what you could fit like 14 graphics cards in there like I, it was it was uh, i have to say like maybe like three feet tall or oh something my God. like that it was this crazy thing. It weighed like a ton of, uh, weighed a ton. And then I had like the smallest motherboard ever in it. And then also <laughs> it was like, uh, I had this AMD graphics card, which made me hate AMD for a while. So like I was playing Skyrim on a laptop, getting like whatever frame rate. And then I get this fully built crazy PC and, and I'm getting like not good frame rate on like medium and like Skyrim. Mm. And it was like Skyrim was old at the time. And I'm like, I, I built this PC and it's already bad, but then I got a 680 eventually, and I was like Nvidia forever now. But I, I heard AMD is actually pretty good now. Yeah, I've heard they're they're better than Nvidia as far as like new releases. I don't follow graphics card releases like that. I just mm-hmm. get one every like six years, so <laughs> like I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, I, I do that too. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get whatever the 80 is. I'll get the 680. I have a 1080 right now. I'm gonna wait like five years. And then I'll get, get like a 580 when that's out. And then I'll be like, cool, we're good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Civ, I have played a little bit of Civilization. Um, were you the kid in school who was really into history and knew yes. a lot of things? Okay. Yes. 
yeah. that explains unsurprising because all my friends who played Civ were like that and i tried to play with them and they knew about things and geography and i was just like they were like making jokes where it's like <laughs> isn't it funny like the gambia like the prussian invasion of yeah the of, prussian like, invasion of this know, error yeah and i'm uh, like what's funny I is what i was about. that in middle school and then i didn't really stick with that for a long time so hence my uh six only 67 hours in uh, europa universalis 4 oh okay you played some i of didn't the map i didn't st- i didn't games. stick with it I, I i was almost on the road to becoming one of those people for life but like almost all my friends are grand strategy fans like it's really weird like and they're all just like looking at maps all day and i'm just like i can't <laughs> i can like, barely find the state i live in sitting on the train just like all right, just what are you reading? Oh, you know, just, just maps from like 1910. Like, oh, isn't it interesting? The city has moved uh, approximately three inches left on the map since uh, the the update of uh, the 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 World Almanac in in 1913. Like, yeah. Do you, do you want to hear another like childhood sad story from um, relating to maps? Absolutely. Uh, so I'm really bad at memorizing certain things, especially like geography and stuff like that. Because I'll just panic if people ask me, like, certain questions. So in my school, we had a drill where it was like, okay, class, we're going to keep giving you a map of the U.S. And you're going to label every state and capital. Until, uh, and you can stop doing this test when you get them all right. Oh. So day one, Johnny Brain is like, I already know all of them. And I also list it, like, the major city. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is, like, young, too. Or, like, I was maybe yeah. like, second grade or something. Like, I don't know. Um, but they're like listing. And then I was just like, one of the times it was, it was not that I didn't know. It was just, I would panic. Cause I'm like, Oh, there's a lot to remember. Same thing with like spelling tests and stuff like that. But I was just sitting there like at my desk and I was just like, I don't know any of like the teacher came over and was like waiting for everyone to finish. And like everyone finished and they're like, it was easy. And I'm just like, I don't know any of the States. Mm. And I'm like, I know where the state, I mean, I knew where things were, but I was like overthinking it. And eventually, I, although I will say, I did study, and I eventually got all the states and capitals. Nowadays, I might not be able to do it. Um, anything outside of the U.S., good luck. I'm not going to know what it is. I know <laughs> Italy's the boot. Yep. There's a, yep. there's that, like, all of the world countries, you know, sporkle. It's like that, that quiz thing. I don't know. I used to play that a lot in middle school. Because, you know, just being like, oh, yeah, that's Bosnia and Herzegovina. Oh yeah, that's uh, my friends are like that. That's Serbia and Austria and uh, uh, Moldova and uh, I don't know other Eastern European countries that no one knows. It's just like I I really should probably have somewhat of a world knowledge. Have you ever seen those like on the street prank videos where it's like these Americans don't even know where this country is? I'm like I would not know. I'm just yeah. I'm just I don't know. I should know. That's a very American thing to not really know geography. I guess. Wasn't there, like, I, I, I might be completely misremembering or just completely wrong here. I feel like there was a video from the 90s of Bill Clinton doing that to people on the street. Oh, I don't know. I That could be real. I don't know. It could also be fake. It's a deep fake. I was I was hoping that you would know what it was and I would be, like, validated here, but I, Dude, I don't, I have I no idea. I can't even remember the states, let alone comedy propaganda. <laughs> Yeah, invent it to shame people about not knowing them. I probably repress that memory if I did. Anyway, know. Uh, give me your number three. Uh, my number three is Mabinogi, which I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. It's it's the uh, Nexon published uh, 
It's an MMO that is RuneScape, but anime. Okay. Now, hear me out. This game has some really cool features. I have 888 hours on Steam, not accounting for hours I spent outside of Steam. So this might actually be my number one game. Okay. <laughs> I may have spent more hours on it. Um, so it's it literally is like old school RuneScape, kind of. Uh, there's like a rock, paper, scissors style combat system mm-hmm. where it's like if uh, at a basic level, if you have a melee attack, uh, there's defense, which is not broken by basic attacks. There's a smash attack, which breaks defense. And then there's a uh, a counter attack, which is broken by like a whirlwind attack. So basically, it's like a rock, paper, scissors game. They expanded it with a million different classes. Um, it's one of the first games that I've ever played MMO that has a MIDI, like you can play any song on an instrument MIDI thing. Uh, that always sells me on MMOs. I, I'm not big on them. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll sit and play them for like, maybe 10 hours max if it's got a midi function i'm i'm actually enjoying myself for those 10 hours <laughs> yeah i mean i th- I believe final fantasy 14 has that actually you know what i know it does because i saw someone hook up their like rock they like hooked up some sort of like rock band guitar to it and we're using that to play guitar hmm. it was some like but it had like strings i don't know they, they did some sort of midi guitar and we're playing guitar in the game which was pretty awesome um but yeah like bless you Thank you. Uh, sorry, I tried my <laughs> hardest to move away so that was not audible. Yeah, no, I mean it, it was it was uh, it was audible, but it's ASMR. It's wet, oh, wet, oh, wet God. debris ASMR. Um, yeah, no, but Mabinogi is like they had some really interesting ideas, where it was this open world MMO, where you could do whatever. It's like RuneScape. You can you know, there's no like. I mean, there was a main story quest line, but like you could just do whatever and hang out with people. Um, they had these systems where you could like do like merchanting between towns and it was one of those games where you can level up every single skill in the game. So you can just do whatever, like I'll go mine today. I'll go do this. Uh, problem being is the game never really got updated. Like it's still online today, but it's, it's like, and it was also a Nexon of America, of America published game, Mm -hmm. which means it's a free-to-play MMO with, like, the most egregious microtransactions of all time mm-hmm. for, like, gacha stuff. Uh, one of the things in that game is your weapons and armor can degrade. And when you repair it, uh, there's different repair services in the game that have a percentage chance of failing. And if they fail, they break a maximum point of repair durability. So if your sword has 40 out of 40 durability... Uh, they can break it, so now your sword only has 39 durability. Oh, and good. That, like, there's something in my brain that I can't physically play this game anymore because it's like, I want to repair my weapon, but what if the number goes down? Now it's not perfect, and now it's like, it just drives me insane. <laughs> and, uh, but they sell you with real money an option to get perfect repairs all the time. And oh, there's also yeah. pets. The pets are so overpowered in that game. Uh, I had a, a lot of them where you would summon a pet, it would fully heal you. Uh, like each pet had a, a summon effect where you'd summon it and it would like fully heal you or be like a full inventory. It was a lot of predatory microtransaction stuff. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, that's 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 a lot of. I mean, I'm not here to just like bash on MMOs, but I just that is my indication of what most MMOs are. 
I'm just not an MMO person. I like I'm just I have to just accept that. I, people have tried so many times to be like, oh yeah, you should play this MMO with us, and like, or you know, the the fellas are all getting on New World when that <laughs> comes out, and I'm just like, yeah, I'll play it for a little bit, and I I don't know, I just I can't get invested. Well, New World is a dumpster fire and very unfortunate. The game uh, is great, and actually, that's on my list here, like pretty high up. Mm-hmm. Uh, New World is really good it's just unfortunate and maybe if they keep updating it i'll come back to it one day because i really did have a lot of fun playing it at the time when it came out but you know it's it's one of those things yeah no i understand uh, um, yeah but no yeah this this game is just like a mulligan <laughs> we'll just take you yeah. Um, yeah it was it was good anyway uh i'll go on to my number Oops. four here because I actually have some some kind of kind of funny stories on this one. Um, so my number four is GTA Five, and I'm not okay. the biggest GTA fan. I just liked the like. All right, so I've always loved like open world games, like when I was really young, and when uh, when GTA Five was out for a couple of years and it was on the 360. I I think this is before the the I guess now it's previous gen. But in my brain, I still think of it as, as next gen. Uh, but like, anyway, uh, the Xbox One had been coming out and the 360 version was like really cheap or something. Or maybe it was it was cheaper because people were like, oh, we don't use the 360 anymore. Even though that game's still $60 everywhere for no reason. Um, I borrowed it off of someone and I played it and... My mom was like really righteous about it for some reason, but she's not even like that kind of person. She's not even like you know. Oh yeah, like I I, I don't know. She but oh, that like was just anti video game. Like that was her one sticking that. point. Was like I'm not letting you play GTA because I guess she heard about you know oh you can pick up you can have sex with prostitutes and then you can you can murder them and dump them in a, a dumpster and then like you know, run around and like do cocaine and like do stuff like that. And she's like, that. I just don't think that's a constructive use of your time. And I'm like, <laughs> all I'm doing is driving around and just like, I, like flying planes. And like, I don't even care about the story. I was just like in middle school or late middle school, early high school. And I'm like, I don't know. It's just fun to like be in this open world because it's really well developed. So uh, the summer of 2014, I think. No, 2015. I got I worked a summer job and I saved up and I built a computer for myself Uh, and GTA had come out for the PC shortly after. So I was in anticipation to actually finally play this game on my own because I was like, okay, I'm, you know, it's I'm like 16. It's not like it doesn't really matter anymore. And she was still like stuck on this. Like you can't play this game, even though I'm like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's it's fine at this point. Um and pretty much until I turned 18, she was like, if I walked in the room, or if she walked in the room and I was playing it, I'd have my finger on the alt-tab key. I was, like, ready every time. If I heard someone going up the stairs, I was immediately just like, "My, my I am ready to go. And, like, I hear someone coming down the hallway, I would do it preemptively all the time. Um, and that actually was to my downfall one time, because to avoid all of this, I, at this point, sometimes... I have accidentally alt-tabbed to things, not even nefarious things. I don't do nefarious things on my computer, but I I had a a, a program set up that I could have a rotating desktop background. <laughs> I love where the story is. And 
it's it i didn't there was something like twenty thousand images in here it was from a giant imger folder and i didn't know oh i it's not like i i vetted oh every single image <laughs> i you i mean this story you can tell where it's going but like i at i tabbed some things it happened three distinct times you let it happen three times. You didn't yes. after the first time. You were like, because, oh, maybe, maybe I I'll have a static the, I background. I liked the, the, the desktop rotation. The thrill and of I it liked, all. I liked enough of it that it was like, I don't I don't want to say it was worth the chance, but it was just a unique thing to have that I thought was cool. You were just rolling like every image on Imager <laughs> on your desktop. Just like, oh, look, a, a cow skull. Oh, look, it's it's like a man getting electrocuted by like electrocuting <laughs> wires. It was nothing like, it, it was all three of the times it was porn. Or like so, like softcore porn, basically. That's ridiculous. And I like all three times, I would rather have just her walked in and seen GTA. Uh, like I, I like I just I, I I'm not that kind of person. Like I don't I don't like that kind of shit. I'm just like I'm not like I please I swear like this is I, I told her, like the first time. A, how much of an, an excuse does it sound like where it's like, no, 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 I promise. This is a randomized desktop stream from a website that I don't control what's on there. I, she's like, you don't control what's on your desktop? Like, no, I swear. Like, I, I'm with your I'm with your mom there. I'm like, and then the second time you're like, you haven't changed it. So you're like, well, <laughs> yeah. I, I like the no. thrill of it. Okay. But I enjoy the, the thrill. The funny thing is that all three times she still didn't believe me where I'm like, I swear to you, this is random. I don't control this. I And it's like, I... <laughs> And she's like, "All right, okay." That's like, that's I, ridiculous. I, oh God, I just—that's my GTA story. I didn't really. I don't. I don't even. I'm done. I'm not talking yeah, about the actual even, game. Everyone knows what GTA is. Oh God, I just. Uh, <laughs> I had a similar experience, but I. I remember how you're like, "Oh, I was not allowed to get it." Yeah. Um. Yeah, I went to buy Red Dead Redemption One, and I was underage at the time so i had oh, to get a parent to buy it and classic. the guy at the GameStop, i didn't even go in with my parent i just like she went in or whatever mm-hmm. the guy at the GameStop was like yeah there's like a bunch of like nudity in this game and like pro- like same spiel like why did he do that at the GameStop? and also red dead redemption he like what did he save me from like having an emotional moment about a, a man in like a in, a in his like dying like dying traditions of the West and like being sad and hunting. It's like I, that game is like honestly uh, pretty tame. Yeah, seriously. I I, I definitely okay. I, this is kind of a, a a I understand both sides of this. Um, so my partner has worked at Walmart before. That was like mm-hmm. his first job, and he uh, he used to do that all the time to people when like kids would come in and be like. Mom, it's okay. Look, I want to buy GTA. And like, try to be, look, it's just a driving game. And then he would be like, "You understand? This game is full of drug oh references God. and prostitution and just like all kinds of stuff, just to like ruin it for the kid, just because it was so, funny." Yeah, I was uh, the kid who was had had it ruined. It wasn't so funny. But here's the thing: I understand that for something like GTA or Call of Duty, because it's like it's just it's just whatever. For like Red Dead Redemption. That at that point, just like it's like okay, yeah, this ga- this is a good game. This isn't like you know, know a dumb like needlessly violent like middle school type game. You know, do you want to hear the audacity of this whole situation? The What's audacity that? of the world. A couple weeks later, I'm with my grandma at <laughs> uh, at a store, 
and I'm uh, my grandma's like, "Oh, we buy you a game." Like, "Oh, what about this one?" It was God of War Collection One and Two for PS3. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy at the store was like, "Yeah, all right, I'll sell it to you." Like, I was standing <laughs> right there, and, and my grandma was like, "Oh, good, you don't play those war games. You're, like, this will be good, so you're not playing those gory like war games. You're playing like history." And I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> yep, history. That's what this is that yep. game is way worse content wise than Red Dead Redemption." Yeah, I mean, you and know? then at the end of the day too, there's the whole debate about like media and being like it's not the worst thing and you know mm-hmm. it's i don't know it's not the 1980s where it's like this is gonna turn our kids into trained soldiers like <laughs> now they yeah. want you to do that though with their like weird like recruiting games yeah. and stuff anyway uh you're number four number four a game i can be proud of and i'm streaming it right now terraria one of my all-time favorite games i love Terraria. Uh, uh, we have we have the most discerning different mm. opinions on every game it's crazy Mm, I Terraria is just one of those games where it's like I I feel like I if I was ever to play Terraria I wanted to experience it myself but I know so many people who are like oh yeah I know everything about Terraria oh we we need to be grinding the first boss by now and I'm just like (laughs) I'm just building a house I don't I don't know I like I don't care I like I I will say Terraria is a very wiki heavy game they've made it better in the future they've like made it easier to get into it nowadays but if you don't know how to even start the first boss i mean they'll summon the first boss eventually for you Mm -hmm. but like you have to know to like go to an altar and like bring stuff to make a summon to do like it you it is a it is a game that i am constantly still like i don't know something let me look it up on the wiki like it is a is like what minecraft used to be where it was like you need to look up every recipe just to know what you're doing Mm-hmm. so i get that um i do hate how most things i enjoy are ruined for you by people asking you overzealously to enjoy them which happens to a lot of people it that's uh, i mean Jojo. terraria is just a victim of that i don't you know yeah um i anyway yeah uh, we've we don't have a whole lot of time left so you just want to you want to speed run our, our number fives yeah, I mean, I don't have anything really to say about my number five, uh, but I'll, I'll, I do want to talk a little bit more about Terraria. Okay. And yeah, how go this game may be a game that I could be like that meme question where it's like, what game would you play for the rest of your life? If you only had one game. It's like maybe Terraria because there's so much versatility in like builds and like I can always have fun with every new playthrough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, watch the stream. I'm at Fondue, Twitch TV. You'll hear my thoughts on Terraria. All yeah. right. What what is your did you say your number four was that GTA? GTA was my number four. Um, All right. What's your number five? It's not what you think it is. I don't have any opinion it's, on it's, what it could be at this uh, point. It's the Phantom Pain because I just oh, played that okay. game a whole lot, um, and I I love I love that entry in Metal Gear. I've never played any of the other Metal Gear games, and I know that's to Metal Gear fans, it's like blasphemous or whatever. And it's just one of those things where I'm like, where I'm like, I don't. I don't know. I just like Metal Gear 5 and the other ones. I'm sure they're good. I just don't want to play them. I don't know. No, that's a really good one to play, though. There's a lot of game like that game story wise is a mess. But like the gameplay is probably the best in the series. I love it. Just fun. It's 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 just a fun replayable as hell. And I'm I'm a big fan of it. Yeah, you should try the other Metal Gear games. I'm assuming at one point they'll all get a PC port because two is on PC now, weirdly enough. It's mm-hmm. some weird thing. Um, I would say they're worth checking out. Yeah, and there's a lot to be said different. about Metal Gear and just Kojima and like just 
I don't know. Like I, I can understand him as a person, as what he like makes, you know, like the weird, like a lot of like what he does. Cause I loved death stranding. I didn't even finish it. It was a lot of fun. And then like metal gear five and you can see all the like just weirdness going on there where it's like, it's, they need to let this man just be unhinged. Well, um, he is now. Yeah. Like, with his good. studio and stuff, which is great. I can't wait to see what comes out next. Um, my last thing about that, I, I eventually want to get a Sahelanthropus. There's this concept art of Sahelanthropus that be expensive, but I want to get it tattooed because oh, I be cool. just think that'd be a sick tattoo. Um, honorable mention and just 14 hours short of being my number five was Nuclear Throne. And the reason, okay. and so 155 hours, and that's a lot for that game because you play it in short bursts. It's a run-based game. You play it in like, yeah, it's 10 a minute play. increments you know so like the fact that it's that high at all i think marginally i i it, it should it basically would have been my number five i if feel I like probably everyone, didn't leave metal gear running for no reason a couple everyone times has a handful of roguelike games that they just like have a ton of hours in if they like that type of game yep um I'm going to vaguely mention Vindictus, which is my number five, which is another uh, it's another Nexon published MMO. But that, this one's actually kind of good because it runs on the source engine mm-hmm. and it's like a physics like action MMO with like levels like the linear levels. You're um, the world's first uh, Nexon fan that I've ever met. I um, I got MapleStory on here. I got no, there's a, there's a lot like MapleStory, Dungeon Fighter, like all the games, any game they published pop tag for all the people who played that bomberman game that no one knows about anymore hmm. um yeah no i'm gonna just skip over that because right now it's a dumpster fire with like weird stuff in the current game i will say it's probably the best mmo action combat you could still play today like it actually feels like a video game for humans like there's weighty combat mm-hmm. um it actually feels fun to play it's not really that much of an mmo it's more of a uh it's more of a co-op just like linear game um but I'm going to just go with Binding of Isaac instead. That's my next most played game. It's only off by like, I, it was 246 for Vindictus and Binding of Isaac is 241. I like uh, how Binding we have of that, Isaac. that honorable mention that should be our number five. Both of us. Yeah. Do. Like It is infinitely replayable. Uh, I always buy the DLC. I haven't honestly played that much. Uh, I played the first DLC and then I haven't really played too much of like the additional DLCs and stuff like that. Yeah. Binding of Isaac I, is pure. Game. It is a very pure experience. The gameplay isn't like that fun as a roguelike compared to like a Hades or something like that. But it's yeah. the most diverse. Like there's so many items and every run's going to be completely different. Totally. I, I, I definitely, you know, it would have been higher for me if I didn't discover Nuclear Throne so early and didn't latch onto it. Uh, mm. I think I think that's actually my next highest roguelike that I can see here. And it's only at like 18.5 hours, but still. It's so funny that I'm looking at my one. list here and every game. Oh, after no, Risk this... of Rain 2, 61 hours. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, nice. Every game after this is like Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3, Dark Souls 1. Like all these games I consider like I really like, like Skyrim, Final Fantasy. Yeah. Games I would consider probably better than some of my, my top five, but you know, it's my top <laughs> five. And when oh, I was well. a kid, I had more time to play games, you know? Definitely. That's kind of representative of the list. And I was playing these games. Um, Binding of Isaac is great, though. And uh, I guess we kind of... We, we really don't have a lot of time. 
So I'm just going to go over to the question segment. We're going to do a very rapid speed question segment. Uh, while I'm do doing the read, Ryan, please Google YouTube frying an egg on a sidewalk vi uh, videos. Verse yourself in that. We'll, we'll get back to that. Okay. So if you want to send us a question, uh, send a question to the H-Y-E-P podcast at gmail.com. That is H-Y-E-P podcast at gmail.com. And we'll answer it on this segment. Uh, we're going to have a shorter question segment today because we're already over time. So uh, Ryan is Googling frying an egg on a sidewalk videos. Now, this is a pastime that I do often. Uh, this isn't really a question. This is more just like letting you know. So there is a whole universe of these frying an egg on a sidewalk videos. Oh, Some of them are fake. That one looks delicious, actually. Some of them? Okay, here's the deal. There are some frying egg on a sidewalk videos that I believe are real. And in those videos, you can tell because they would, they put the egg on the ground. Uh, they, they can sometimes have cuts, which is sketchy. Um, but they'll put the egg on the ground and it'll slowly kind of cook. And it doesn't look like a fried egg. It'll like kind of be like transparent in the middle, but white kind of cooking a little bit. I don't know if you're, what, what are you watching Ryan right now? Like what can you give us? What, what kind of vids are you looking at? Uh, well, this guy is his channel is called Arizona Life. Okay. Um. So I feel like that's probably real. He used a a, a camera like a, a thermal imager on the like sidewalk, and it okay. came up to 179 degrees. So I think it's entirely plausible that this is real. Now here's the problem, or maybe we need to expand this into like a myth busting segment later on. But for now, there are some videos. This is real. Notice. This is totally real. Okay, but. This is a key detail to look out for. In some videos, you'll see a scorch mark on the ground, and some commenter with keen eyes noted that they probably used a blowtorch on the ground beforehand to heat it up. If you'll see a scorch mark, and then that's where they cooked it, or they they used a blowtorch on the egg when they cut away to cook it, which which can happen in some of the videos. Um, I don't know. I think this one's real, and this guy is also like cooking it on his dashboard. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, the dashboard, I've seen that one, too. Yeah, that one, I think, makes sense because it's metal in the sun. I think that could get, has potential to be hotter than the concrete. Well, he's putting a black cast iron pan down on the, the asphalt. Oh, you see, the pan, wouldn't, the, wouldn't putting a pan down on the street cut the heat? Like, it's not going to heat up that fast, the pan. I think if you let it sit there for a while. It would get more hot then? I guess it could get hotter than the ground. Here's one I from Australia. Hmm. You see, I but oh, also one of my other favorite things is when this one's real. This this one's totally real. Well, one of my favorite other additional things about these egg videos is when the neighbor comes over and they're like, "What are you doing?" And <laughs> then they're like, "Oh, we're making an egg YouTube." And then the neighbor gets involved, which happens in a few of them. This guy's seasoning it. Yeah. Oh, the guy who seasons it, I think, eats the egg at the end. That's also a good a hallmark of the videos when they eat the egg at the end from the sidewalk and it's covered. Yeah. In look, gravel. he's eating it. He's eating yeah, the egg. Is, is, is that the one where the neighbor is there too? He's sitting behind a storage container, like a like a shipping container. Yeah. I'm, uh, by the way, I'm I'm with the audience at home right now. Uh, I'm also not watching these videos. I just have them memorized from just going <laughs> you're back. Just, and forth. You're just a bit of a, an egghead, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, honorable mention. This one's from is... 2010. I feel like this has to. This is probably real. I think we should do a full stream segment on this. Uh, and watch these videos 
in the future. And I will say also, honorable mention goes to uh, people who live in cold climates, throwing water up in the air and watching it freeze. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's the sister video to the frying an egg on a sidewalk. If you if you want to kill some time, that is another good video to look up. This guy's cooking it on a uh, like a sewer cover. Okay, a manhole, I guess. Yeah, like a manhole cover, but it's black metal that's been sitting in the sun. See, that's going to heat up, but I would not eat that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat either. any of the eggs on the sidewalk, to be honest. No, uh, sidewalk eggs are probably gross. Yeah. This um, one's not even cooking that much. That See, when it doesn't cook that much, I think those are the real videos. I think... Oh, no, like, hang on. He gives it time. It cooks. Yeah, but I think the ones that are the most honest are you see it not cooking then the outer rim becomes cooked the inner rim and the yolk are very uncooked oh yeah and the, i don't think the, the yolk, yolk stays ever raw. cooks i think the yolk always stays raw if they're being honest and i think some of the times you'll see it there's blowtorch marks on the ground and people are doing it for clout or they'll have I've... a stunt egg and replace it that's true I, I i haven't none of these have had the actual like egg get cooked like the, the yolk i mean yeah, I I would assume that is the most realistic portrayal. Here's a TikTok re-upload. I don't know if this is even Oh, this one content. gets cooked this immediately, is, like this real. This is what I'm passionate about. Didn't you have questions to answer? That was a question. I mean, this was a this was a statement more. So, uh <laughs> Yeah, that was that I guess here you want to have one question for just for just for fiery takes. Sure. What's the worst fast food restaurant? Oh man, um, let's go big three first. Uh, of between of the McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's. McDonald's is the worst for me. I well, I don't eat beef. Okay, but well, can you consider prior to okay prior well? to my prior to beef? I'd still say McDonald's. I agree with you because McDonald's is good when you have that feeling, but it makes you feel terrible, and it really doesn't taste good. But it's it's just a craving. I think you, but sometimes you want a chicken nugget from McDonald's, like a McNugget. You want that. Like in I've never it. liked McDonald's chicken. Yeah, it's not good, but it just, there's something about so, it. So, yeah, it was just the, the beef for me when I was eating it. And I was, it was still just like, this isn't it. Now, do you also agree with me? Burger King, actually pretty good. Yeah, Burger King's underrated. I, 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 I think the Burger King hate is kind of undeserved. Um, they're trying to be like that cross between like, fast food and like a little bit more expensive trying to be trying to be discount five guys i guess yeah but like it's not it's not great it is fast food but if i it, had it's to pick it's decent it's really decent of the big three i would pick burger king i enjoy it i like the zesty sauce i, I like I the taste too. of the burgers i think i probably would too and then Wendy, of... wendy's is good too i mean wendy's, wendy's is fine is fine yeah wendy's is great it's okay they tired... they did Okay, they they recently did bring back an item that I used to really like, and they took it away. And do you remember when the Wendy's Twitter went made a Discord, and like or, everyone is was it the on Asiago it? one? Whatever no, no, no. The Wendy's Twitter, the official Wendy's Twitter, made a a uh, they made a Discord, and every it was the biggest thing, and everybody joined and were spamming it with questions. And I joined, and that was like three days after they removed this uh, this this thing I liked. And I just kept spamming, and I'm like, "What happened to it? Why'd you take it away? Where'd it go?" And like, the, eventually they answered me, and they're like, "I don't know. It's still on our menu. Check with your regional oh thing." God. And I'm just like, "You lying sack of shit! You're you're lying to me right now." 
Wendy you took this the, away. Yeah, Wendy's. Just Wendy lying right is a liar. Face. Wendy is. I don't trust Wendy. Wendy's I, is fine. Wendy is. She's a. She is. She is absolutely a liar. I don't. I don't believe anything she says. So my co-host James, we had a similar conversation. When I said Burger King is actually fine, he was like, "Oh no, here we go again." And I'm like, "Why are we perpetuating that Burger King is bad?" And it's, I think it's because people had Burger King. I, you know what? I think people it didn't used to go be to bad. Burger King. No one wants to let that go. I think well, it used to be worse, and I also think that people are like, "Haha, meme funny, Burger King bad." They just that haven't too. gone. And everyone I've taken to Burger King has been like, "Wow, Burger King's actually pretty good." That every you, single person you did that to me in college every person you were like you were like let's go to burger king and i was like burger king because like I, I didn't really have it's any not real bad. experiences with it and then i tried it and you're like you gotta get the zesty sauce and i, oh, like, zesty like sauce horseradish. And I love horseradish i'm like yeah absolutely I got, i'll try that and i was like yep yeah and from that moment on i was like burger king hates kind of undeserved it's 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 pretty solid it's, it's if decent. you were listening to this right now somehow still Go to Burger King. If you like horseradish, ask for the zesty sauce. I think it's called zesty dip, actually. You can get but... onion rings instead of fries. And I'm, I'm yeah. a big fan of that, too. Report back. Send us a message about this. Report Just back. Just try it. And try it. Just try it. It's good. They have the Impossible Whopper, too, if you don't eat meat. That's good, too. I like, Pretty good. I like that a lot. It's the only burger that I have it's not bad. eaten quite a while. Well, there's a brewery near me that does, like, a Beyond Beef burger. But, like, you know, having access to a fast food plant substitute beef is pretty good it's pretty solid I, i'm i'm a fan all right i, th- I think we just gotta end it here because i would ramble I so for too. another hour about burger uh, King. i i've been matt fondude on twitch twitter uh tiktok everything i'm i'm on there somewhere uh and this has been my co-host uh yeah i'm uh i'm ryan polkabird um i would like to actually make a, a statement here okay um i'm not gonna i would rather don't really my twitter is like just fighting game stuff but i have been i've been consistently my local i've been on stream a lot lately uh okay. they're called vermilion series i'm probably gonna start commentating there too so check out their streams on thursday night vermilion series i'm probably gonna be on there a decent amount both as a player and a commentator so That'll be a lot of fun. All right. And with that. For Saturday of every month, too. That is a podcast. Goodbye, everybody. Ryan, you're not going to say goodbye to everybody? No. No? (laughs) I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to end the podcast to say goodbye. You don't deserve it. (laughs) I'm going to close the window. No. Wait, no. Don't close the window. You might ruin the podcast. Goodbye. Oh, okay.